customer service is reactive and customer experience is proactive. Welcome to the Insurance Producers Podcast, where we bring you the top personalized producers, insurance agents, and industry partners, giving you at least three takeaways to 10x your production and build your multi-million dollar revenue books. So sit back, relax, and become inspired by the success stories and strategies of the world's top insurance minds. Let's roll. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Insurance Producers Podcast again. I am your host, Cyrus Jaffrey. And today is going to be a fun episode for us because it is going to be a solo episode. It's just going to be me. um, And I am going to tell you, I've been 10 years in the business, hired hundreds of producers, and um, I am going to share with you guys five different things, five different lessons that I've learned from hiring producers and what I want to see from producers coming into the industry. Uh, So five lessons for new producers coming into the industry or producers that are maybe one to five years in the business, one to three years in the business, something like that. So after, after we have about a hundred and whatever, 30 people in our organization, a bunch of different W2 employees, um, had a ton of employees back at, back in the captive channel that I've had as well. And some of the characteristics that I've seen over and over and over and over and over again, um, it just, it's the same thing, right? So the, 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 the great producers differentiate themselves from the producers that are average or below average. They do these five different things that differentiates them from, from, from anybody else. Uh, and it's a pretty a tough topic to talk about because as a producer, it's really easy to kind of stay average and to kind of do your thing and then just kind of, just kind of relax because you've built a nice book and all of that stuff. Um, and I, and I hope when you're, when you're listening to this podcast, you're kind of seeing if you are a producer, agency owner, what are some things you're doing? Do these five things relate to you? And reach out to me. You know, we've, I've been told talking to a lot of different podcast hosts and a lot of research that has been done that a one-on-one podcast, basically bringing on guests into your podcast is a really, really good idea. I love that idea because you can relate, you can talk to other guests, get some information from them. But the but the podcasts that are basically done with just one person, like the one I'm doing right now, actually has a lot more listeners because a lot of times when you're a podcast host, you have a lot of good ideas. But when you're bringing on other people, you're really not sharing any of your ideas you're plugging in a little bit here and there uh, but this is a good episode for me to kind of share some things that I've learned from producers so I want to I, I kind of want to get get into it and, um, and and see where we go so number one I think it's one of the one of, one of, one of the biggest things if you're a producer the number one thing you need to do if you're new one to five years three years in maybe you're having some success maybe you're not having some success is going to be to find a mentor I think I think it's it's extremely important in a tough industry like insurance um, for you to be able to find a mentor and a mentor that can kind of elevate you to the next level, the mentor that can take you from basically where you're at and maybe put on an extra 20 to 30 percent revenue inside of your pocket um, that you can that you can take home. And it's really 
a lot of times it's not very easy to find a mentor, but to find the right mentor is going to be one of the biggest tasks that, that you have, um, because mentors can make or break you, right? If you get a mentor that kind of teaches you some things kind of more, more stagnant, um, um, that's not going to be very well for you, but you get a mentor that's kind of a, a mover and shaker. They're doing things in the industry that's different. They're doing some things in the industry to kind of, uh, take the industry to the next level. Uh, that's just going to elevate everybody else. So those are the kind of mentors that you should be looking for. And honestly, a lot of those mentors are really waiting for you to call them. Because there's nothing ticks me, like I haven't produced in three and a half, four years. There's nothing that ticks me more um, and gets me excited um, more than somebody that I've been mentoring, somebody that's asked me questions or inside of our organizations um, for a producer that's taken it to the next level. We had about four producers this year that wrote over a million dollars in new business premium uh, with one of them surpassing 1.8 million in new business premium in personal lines only and um and we had four of those that got over a million and that's pretty massive for our industry and because we have provided them mentorship we have provided them uh leads and all the other stuff right so um so so i encourage those people as well to go find mentors not just in our organization and our organizations as well so so that would certainly be number one is find a mentor and a lot of us men are excited to teach you things um a lot of the mentors in the industry um they it ticks them when somebody calls them and asks them, hey, can you help me with this or that? Uh, there's nothing more that they want to do uh, than to help the younger uh, people in our organization uh, that have been younger into it, I should say, uh, to kind of elevate and make our industry better. And we had a guy that reached out to me. He's a he's a college, um, about to graduate from college. Um, he's a senior and uh great guy. He just reached out to me out of the blue and on LinkedIn. And he's like, hey, I want to go into the insurance industry. Um, my dad's a captive agent, uh, 30 years in the business. Like he's not leaving. He's not going independent. But I know with, for all the research that I've done, I am going to go independent. And I'm looking for some mentors, some people that I've listened to on podcasts or that, that I just follow on LinkedIn and Instagram and other places. Um, um, I'm reaching out to some of those people to see, to see if they could potentially mentor me. And I was like, I was like, uh, Matt, I was like, Matt, man, amazing job. Like, I can't believe that, that, um, that a lot of more people don't do that right out of college. Right. It was really exciting to see, people in college coming into the industry and wanting to get into the independent insurance industry because um, our industry is known for being obviously an older industry, right? But a lot of younger blood coming in, it's going to be really exciting for us. I was super excited, got on a phone with them, took us two or three days to kind of schedule ourselves out. Um, had a great, great conversation with him. He is super excited, man. He's going to be really, really good. And I, and I was so happy that he did that. And I'm so happy that other people, younger people are trying to get into our industry to make our industry better. So that was really cool. He did mention that he's talked to two or three other people, one of them being uh, one of the guys in the industry that's um, that's in the podcast and, and it's kind of one of our movers and shake. And I was like, dude, that's so good for you to have somebody right there close to you that you can go to 
and basically uh, just learn from, right? Because that guy wants to help you. That guy wants to make sure you're successful because at the end of the day, when you're successful, you work on that, that person potentially, um, uh, he's going to be successful as well. You're going to help him grow. You're going to grow uh, and everybody's going to grow. So that's definitely my number one is a lot of people don't find the mentors uh, somebody to chase, somebody to want to be like. And um, it's funny because one of my biggest mentors uh, when I was with a captive agency, uh, uh, fast forward 10 years later, uh, he's a part of my organization now. He was with the captive agency. He's the guy I looked up to. He was the third best agent in the country. Man, he was a guy that I was like, man, I want to be like that guy. He has a couple of hours from me here from Nebraska here. I, I wanted to be like him, man. He was on stage all the time with this captive agency. He was the trophy winner, president's club and all of that stuff. And I was like, I want to be like that guy. What does he do? And how is he writing all those policies? Basically, I want to duplicate that guy, right? Because a lot of things that I've done, I've learned from other people, from the mentors that I've been following. And I just kind of put my own twist to it, right? Like we, I didn't create any of the stuff that I'm doing. And um, all the great people will tell you, they just basically follow other people duplicated maybe even better than they're doing it and then put a little twist to them but but it's full circle my mentor that i followed for a long time at that captive agency for six years we were in the president's club and trophy winner whatever i've always followed him i've always looked up to him and he's in the independent channel now he just went independent a couple weeks ago and he's within our organization he's one of my partners now in the insurance industry uh 30 years in the insurance industry dude's doing some great things and now he's he's a part of our organization which is extremely exciting man to have him be a part of our organization and take our organization to the next level because he's a massive agent. He's going to be one of the best agents um, on the independent channel. So I'm really excited for him. So number one, for sure, find a mentor. If you don't have a mentor, reach out to people, listen to all the podcasts, reach out to me. I'll gladly connect you with some mentors that are closer to you maybe as well, because there's something about the Zoom and all that stuff. Uh, and there's something about being in person and hanging out with them and talking to them and seeing, seeing what they do on a daily basis. Says, I think that's that's extremely important. What I told this guy, he's in he's he's far away from me. And I told this guy who called me and emailed me and, and people that do it all the time. I said, dude, you got to find somebody that you could go to their office. You hang out there, you watch them do certain things, um, and that's how I learn. And that's how we, I'm a visual learner. And a lot of people are, so that could certainly help you. So find a mentor. Uh, there's mentors always willing willing to help. Uh, number two would be, um, and this is extremely important. And this isn't just in life in general. It's to enjoy the process. Way too many people get into the grind of making it to the next level, writing more business. Hey, I wrote a million this year. I got to write 1.5 million next year and then 2 million and then all this stuff, right? So you're almost like climbing, trying to climb onto the mountain and um, you forget that climbing onto the mountain is great, but what did you do in the meantime? How did you kind of, um, what was that process like from the bottom of the mountain to the top of the mountain? And a quick example for you would be, I was in, I was in Arizona with our, with our family. We go there every year in the winter. Nebraska gets super cold. Right now it was minus 42 feels like, uh, just this weekend. And today it was minus 26 this morning when I was out working out and, uh, it's brutal. So we go to Arizona. We spent some time in Arizona. We were there for about 10 days. And, um, and as we were, 
as we were we were hanging out, the enjoying the process. Like I don't have my phone. I take about ten days off of social media, off of work, and everything. It's just me and the family time. And for me, I'm a mover and shaker. I like to do things. I don't like to sit around. I like to like accomplish things, check things off. And it's really hard for people like me to enjoy the process because I'm always trying to find the next milestone to hit. And it gets really tough to enjoy the process as I'm as I'm hiking on a mountain. Um, I'm, I'm usually, I'm usually with my wife and my kids and, and, and I'm looking up all the time at the mountain and I'm like, man, I just got to get up on top, get up, get up to this mountain as fast as I can, because that's the end game is like, Hey, when you go on a hike, you're going up the mountain. And when you get to the top, you come back down, you climb the mountain, right? So you're hiking. It's the wrong way to do it. So as I was there this year, I was more like, Hey, Michelle, my wife. Hey, kids, how are things going? Like as I'm walking, as I'm walking up the mountain, I'm talking to my wife. I'm talking to my kids. We're having a good time. We're having conversations and enjoying the hike. Um, not so much just putting my head down and just kind of climbing up the mountain as fast as I can so I can check off the box, right? So that's a good example for you to be able to take into the daily of, uh, daily life of a producer. Cause you guys are, man, I've got 13 producers here and these, you guys have the toughest job, honestly. Customer experience team has a tough job as well, but you guys bring the business to the agency. So it gets really lonely and it's really hard to enjoy the process when a client tells you no so many times, right? But what are the, what are some things you can do on a daily basis to, to enjoy the process? Maybe the wins that you have, you got to enjoy them more. You know, it's not just like, Oh, I wrote, I wrote a policy, move on to the next one. Well, you really have to enjoy that process, enjoy that win a little bit more because that's going to basically, the testosterone and everything is going to kick in, right? And you're going to be able to be happier going on to the next one if you just enjoy that win before moving on to the next one. And I would tell you, when we were in Arizona, man, we got super sick. My wife, uh, my kids, my in-laws, everybody got really sick. It started with my son, Mateo. He's two years old, super sick. And, and then it hit me. I was really, really sick. And uh, But what I did was I just... I, I I saw that like, hey, this is a good time for me to just hold my son, man. He never lets me hold him. He's all over the place, two and a half years old. He's wild. And I just held him for like three to four days, really just on my chest. We were laying, we slept together um, or we were outside together. I was holding him the whole time because he didn't feel very good. I enjoyed the process. I enjoyed the bonding with my son that I never get to do as much anymore. Uh, and I just learned to enjoy that. It really, really felt good to get away from the whole craziness of the world and just like, dude, it's me and my son right now. And we're just going to enjoy the process. So same philosophy in your you as a producer, you really got to figure out agency owners, producers, you really got to figure out what are those small wins on a daily basis? Because if you forget to enjoy the process and just move on to the next one, and it's very natural to do that. Like I, I do it all the time. My producers do it all the time. Everybody in our organization does it, right? Because if you think about it, man, we're a sales organization. It's on to the next one. Sales, 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 sales. Not so much just relaxing and going over last year. How did things go? How do you enjoy putting in systems and processes into your office? Like that stuff is not... I hate that stuff. You know, you hate that stuff. But those are the things that are going to basically make those wins um, look a lot better 
uh, because you've got your stuff together and you're enjoying the process. So number one, you got to find a mentor in this industry. It's extremely important. Number two, you got to enjoy the process. The process is the most important thing, man, because at the end of the day, here's the thing. You could be the largest producer in the world, right? You're going to do all these things, right? But when you're on top of the mountain one day, you don't want to be on top of the mountain by yourself. It will be so much better to hold your account manager, uh, your customer service person, your CSR, and all the team that's behind you, your significant other, and your kids on the top of the mountain as well. Because if you forget about them during 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 the daily grind, right, they might not be there on the top with you. So I encourage you to try to find ways to enjoy the process. A um, couple of things that we do to enjoy the process on a daily basis is nine o'clock and one o'clock. We have two meetings every day. Right. And those meetings are about accountability. And then just like really quick telling people, good job. Hey, great job. You got some premium on the board. Right. And, and we have people all over the country. We're a virtual, uh, we're, we're, we're not a virtual agency, but we've got people, six, seven people in different states that work for us that are, that come on Zoom and they're virtual. So, hey, how are things going? What do you have for premium? Hey, great job. Boom, done. You, you clap for them and you're kind of moving on. You're enjoying what they did the last four hours. You're getting on a call as a team together and you're celebrating. So we're celebrating every day, twice every day. If you have anything on the board, that's a celebration. We should clap for you. The whole organization should clap for you. So we're enjoying the process, every sale, because that's extremely important. But I get it. It's extremely difficult to to, to enjoy the process for salespeople, but you really must um, because this is a very tough industry. Um, after you do it for a while, um, you, uh, it, it gets daunting, you know, if you're not enjoying the process, it gets really tedious. Um, but you want to have some fun and the way to have fun is to enjoy the process and do things, uh, that other people are maybe not doing. So you can be in this industry for a very long time. So independent agents, are you tired of the endless hours spent quoting home and auto insurance? Quotimation is here to revolutionize your process. We get it, time is of the essence, and you don't want to manually gather VIN numbers, drivers, or home quoting data. Quotimation not only streamlines your process, but quotes through your management system and carrier codes, ensuring accuracy and efficiency. Plus, you can embed it on your website and your clients can get a quote within 60 seconds. Revolutionize your quoting experience today. Visit Quotimation.com and take the first step towards a faster, smarter insurance workflow. Uh, so number three is, um, is is that this one is a very, very important one. We're, we're reading a book. We just read a book called Never Lose a Customer Again. We read one book as a team, our whole organization, right? Everybody is reading a book a month. We come back at the end of the month and we share notes. Okay, share notes from the book and we keep those notes internally so we know which books we read and what are basically the synopsis of the book, if that makes sense. So as we read this book, Never Lose a Customer, one of the best books we have read as an organization in the last three years. The, 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 one of the, one of the quotes I got out of this book, which I truly believe in, it says customer service is reactive and customer experience is proactive. Right. And I know you're this is a producer. This is a sales um, uh, producer in the industry. First three to five years, what to do. I understand that. But if you think about it, 
you don't want to be that guy that's just going to write a business and move on and pass it on to the account manager or CSR and kind of go out of your way. You want to be more proactive, right? You want to do things to where you could keep that client for a long time because at the end of the day, right, as an organization, we don't make any money in the first year, really, man. Out of our 13 producers, all the business we're writing, a million a month, whatever the math makes sense, like we're basically the first year, we're breaking even. Second year, third year, fourth year is where as, as an organization, we make money, right? So as a producer, you own your book or you don't own your book. You're writing the business. You're getting some commissions. You're getting some renewals, whatever the math makes sense on it. You want to make sure that you provide great customer experience, not just customer service to your to your to your clients that you are that you are writing because they're going to rave about you and send you more business. Right. And, and the idea of writing a client, because what's what's. What's the benefit of like riding somebody really quick with price and kind of moving on to the next one or, 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 and, and maybe you write two or three of those a day versus, Hey, I'm going to only write one or two clients, maybe take my time, spend some time with them, ask them about their needs and, and all the other stuff that's happening in life, being more proactive about what's really important to them. Is it price? Is it customer experience? Is it a carrier? Is it just communication? Like, what are they really, really like? Being more proactive in the beginning, right, is going to be extremely crucial, especially the first 100 days. The book the book spends a lot of time on the first 100 days because on the first 100 days when you're writing. So I truly believe this, you know, and I can and I'm, I say this all the time. PNC industry, especially personal lines, has turned into more of a price driven um, uh, industry, right? It's like, dude, like if you got the good price, especially right now with how tough it is, it's, it's really a lot about price. So if you have the best rate, you're going to be able to close this person, right? So that's 95% of the time you're going to close a deal if you've got the best rate, but how long can you keep that person? I truly believe that we start our organization, we most likely get them on price and then start building the relationship afterwards, right? We're back in the day at State Farm, we were building a relationship or any captive agency that you've been with in the past, you're building a relationship, right? In the beginning, because you're selling $500 more in a premium, right? So you're building a relationship, you're doing all these things, you're being way more proactive. So we used to be more proactive. And now we're a little bit more on the customer service side, more reactive, right? Instead of being more proactive. So the idea of it is, hey, listen, you can get him on the reactive side, maybe, but then it's our organization's time and the agent's time to then turn that client into more of a customer experience, turn them more proactive and do certain things in the first hundred days to make the consumer understand that you You've made the right decision. You're with the right organization and we're going to take care of you moving forward. So, so that book is pretty, pretty awesome. I hope you guys can get a chance to read it uh, by Joey Coleman, Never Lose a Customer. But it really talks about how to build the relationship as you get the client. And a lot of clients are going to have a doubt when they buy the policy. Like, did I make the right decision? Did I not right make this? Did I not make the right decision? How to go out there and just let them know you've made the right decision. You're with the right agency. And here are some things we're going to do to make sure we're communicative with you and you're going to be with us for a very long time. And then I'm going to make a lot of money on you, to be honest with you on this client, because you're going to keep them for a very long time. So 
That's extremely important. So customer service is reactive. Customer experience is proactive. So give them great customer experience, not just good customer service. So number four, um, this one is this one is pretty crucial as well. Um, and, and, and this is where you as a producer, it's your value. This one is all about like, what do you bring to the table, right? And you have to understand that the earning of money, right? The amount of money that you make is an exact science, okay? So the amount of money that you earn is in direct ratio to the need for what you do in that agency, the ability to do it, how well you do it, and the difficulty of them replacing you, okay? So think about this. The amount of money is an exact science. The amount of money you earn is a direct ratio to the need for what you do no matter what it is, maybe, there's, maybe it's an agency. This is this is any industry that you can think of. The ability to do it, the need for what you do in that agency, and then the difficulty of them replacing you, right? So if I was a producer in the first three to five years or whatever that is, I'm going to make it extremely difficult for the agency owner or if you are the agency owner to be able to make it really, 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 really difficult for the agency to run without me, if that makes sense, right? So I'm going to be the best culture fit. I'm going to basically build the best retention rate in the agency with that meaning that the number three kicks in. I'm going to give them great customer experience so they can stick with us for a very long time. It's going to be really difficult to replace this producer in your agency and their ability to do certain things that other producers can't do, and then for the the need for what they do on a daily basis as well. So, for, in my agency, for example, so there's so there is we have thirteen whatever agents, and only four of them are are riding over a million in premium, right? And only one of them is going to be at one point eight one point eight million dollars. It's going to be extremely difficult for me to replace the one point eight million dollar person because I'm going to have to find three people right? Three different people to be able to provide the same value as one person that the amount of business that this person wrote. So it's extremely difficult. So it's going to be really difficult for me to replace this person, right? And our second person, our number two, he basically runs our sales division. Uh, he runs all of our agency. He's our branding. He's a person that we literally can't live without. So he's going to be really difficult to, he's, a, he's obviously a great culture fit. He's going to be really difficult to replace because his ability is important. The need for what he does is extremely important. And it's going to be very, very difficult to replace this person. So if he comes to me and says, hey, I need to make this kind of money, like I'm going to find a way to make this person make this kind of money. So there's going to be four to five people in your organization. If you're an agency owner or if you're a producer, you're making yourself almost like irreplaceable if you do those three things very, very, very well. So I encourage you to find those two or three things so you will never be replaced in the industry. And you're going to be extremely, extremely difficult for somebody to say, hey, listen, if you leave, it's not the end of the world for our agency. Um, be that producer that people could say, man, we cannot afford to lose that guy. We'll give him whatever he kind of needs because he's such a good culture fit. His ability is so important. And then it's, it's going to be the need for what he does is extremely important as well. So, and then last but not least. So one of the, one of the big things right now in our industry is all this, um, this technology and everything that's been happening. And, uh, I own a technology company called Quotimation. Uh, it basically quotes you within 45 seconds with your own white labeled agency, uh, tool that we provide for you. So I'm a tech guy. 
I'm in the insurance side as well. I own some agencies. Um, but I truly believe that the future of business, specifically insurance, right? And any business, if you think about it, is human to human, uh, human to human. Technology cannot replace the human interaction in our industry and every other industry. If you think about it, right? Like AI and everything that's been happening in our, in our industry. Like that's always great. Like I, I love all that. Those are all. Those are all tools to make your life easier, right? But that technology is going to be really difficult for that technology to build the relationship with the consumer, right? And to be able to close the deal. At the end of the day, closing the deal is how agencies make money. And I truly believe that a human has a very, very, very um, um, higher percentage of closing that deal if you're talking to that person uh, versus a technology that gets, basically gave you a quote and you're binding coverage potentially, right? So um, you should use the technology and we don't ever want to give the ability in our quotation and our technology for the consumer to pull the trigger, but I'm going to pull everything off the consumer to make the consumer's life easier and the agent's life easier. By that, I mean, I'm going to pull all your house information, our quoting tool. I'm going to pull the VIN numbers. I'm going to pull the driver's license, the date of birth, the wife's information, things that like the consumer shouldn't need to go find, right? So, so we're making, we're using technology to make your life easier for the agency, for the producer and the client's life easier to give you that information because at the end of the day, nobody knows their VIN number. And you know that, right? So, so use technology to enhance the human interaction with the consumer, make it easier to be able to do business with you. It will never replace the human to human interaction. You, you know that, man. Somebody's house is burning down. Somebody got in a pretty bad car accident. Um, any of that stuff that happens, water damage. Uh, man, my, my producers gets calls at nine in the morning, 10 in the morning all the time. I say, man, like we got to do what we got to do. We got to give them the customer experience that they deserve at nine o'clock or 10 o'clock at night because at the end of the day, the best one of the best times to build a relationship is when a claim happens. And I truly believe that we tell our people in our organization all the time, when a claim happens, a person is almost freaking out, right? Like, wow, like, blah, 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 this is happening. This is a time to relax. Give them the customer experience they deserve, right? Don't be so reactive. Be more proactive. Communicate with the client and let them know that, hey, you're going to be okay. This carrier is going to take care of you because when they're going to shop around at one point, they're going to remember that claims experience. They're going to remember that Maggie or or Gabby or Simone or whoever in our office, Dawn, reached out to them and had a conversation and told them things are going to be okay. Here are the next steps. Here's what's going to happen. The carrier is going to call you. The adjuster is going to call you. They're going to go on the roof, make sure your, your person is there with you and blah, 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 to kind of, to kind of get them prepared. And they're not going to get that experience. Even if they leave, they go somewhere else. They go there. Now, not everybody's going to give them the customer experience they deserve. So they're going to remember us. And even if they leave at one point, they're going to come back because of the customer experience, because we are different. We do things that we answer the phone differently. We take care of the client differently. We communicate with them in, in, in the way that they want. Every producer in our office, that's what customer experience, that's the difference. That's the human to human interaction, not so much the technology. But I do believe that technology is the future. We should use technology to enhance the human interaction. So as a producer, that's what I would encourage you to do. And that's what all of our producers are doing. So 
Those are the five things for you. I'll go through them real quick one more time for you. Find a mentor, number one, by far the number one. And, and honestly, this is probably in this order. Enjoy the process, man. Enjoy the process. Life is short. Um, I know I know some of the richest people in the world, and there's some of the loneliest people in the world. And I know some people that are only making sixty to 80000 and they're some of the happiest people in the world because life is a lot more than just money. Life is a lot more than another sale. Enjoy the process. Enjoy your family time and all the other stuff. Customer service is reactive and customer experience is proactive. Think about that, right? That's literally extremely accurate. Number four, uh, this is where you're worth, okay, as a producer. The earning of money is an exact science. Literally is. The amount of money you came in is in direct ratio to the need for what you do, the ability to do it, and the difficulty of them replacing you. That's how you, that's an exact science of how how you make money. And then number number five, last but not least, the future of business is human to human. Technology cannot replace the human interaction. So I hope you take those five things. I hope you implement that inside of your inside of your organization. Um, and um, and I'm really glad you guys came out today. And I'm excited to hear back uh, from what you think on those. If you want to email me, my email is Cyrus at TeamCyrus.com. Uh, and I uh, would love to kind of uh, have a conversation about what I said. Um, and if uh, and if I could be of any help, I'd love to help. So thank you guys for, for watching today. And we will see you in the next episode.